The Plumbing and HVAC Internet Marketing Show. Discover how to market your plumbing or HVAC business online. From SEO and PPC to Google Maps, reputation management, and social media marketing, we share the ideas and strategies to get your phone ringing, trucks running, and business booming. Now, here is your host, Josh Nelson. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on today's webinar. Really excited about today's session, all about the, the new SEO formula. Um, and we all know that the, the internet marketing game is constantly changing. Uh, what used to work really well for getting your, your plumbing or HVAC company ranked on Google or Yahoo or Bing um, you know, could actually be hurting you now. And so our team uh, has done a lot of time researching what's changing within Google, you know, where things are going, and uh, we're going to be explaining what the new SEO formula is and what you really need to do in order to position your plumbing or HVAC company at the top of the search results for the most important keywords in your area. Uh, we've got a nice group on live with us today, so I'm going to be trying to make this as interactive as possible. Um, I will be choosing a couple of you guys to volunteer your website as we kind of go through some of the sections of the webinar. I'll also be opening up for questions. So. Um, this webinar is being run on GoToMeeting. You have the ability to raise your hand. You have the ability to type in your questions. So if you could, please be sure to take advantage of that so that we can, we can engage and we can all get the most out of today's session. So this is really part of the Your 2017 Internet Marketing Plan uh, process, right? At the beginning of or at the end of 2016, we rolled out a, uh, an in-depth training on what your 2017 Internet Marketing Plan should look like if you really want to maximize your lead flow online. And we kind of took you through this digital dominance process, right, which started with setting up a good website, making sure it was optimized for conversion, and then, of course, laying the foundation, making sure that there's good content so that it can rank well for the most important plumbing and HVAC-related keywords in your area. And we're going to be talking a lot about that on today's session. Uh, but again, it's only part of the overall internet marketing strategy if you truly want to maximize your lead flow online. So if you missed it, the Your 2017 Internet Marketing Plan session, where we really talked about building your plan for 2017 and how to, how to set all of that up, the tracking, the analytics, the metrics, and really set your goals appropriately, definitely go back to that. And if you missed our last session, which was all about how to build your website and optimize for conversion, because your website is the hub, it's where people go before they, uh, before they call, before they decide to, to raise their hand and, and hire your services. Um, and we went really deep on what you can do to set your website up so that it's compelling and it, it converts at the highest level possible. Uh, but today is really all about SEO and the new SEO formula. So I do need your attention, right? I, it looks like we've got a really nice group with us today. Uh, but the tendency is in today's fast-paced environment to uh, to multitask, right? To have this webinar screen open and possibly um, another tab open with your emails and another with social media and your cell phone sitting on your lap so that you can be interrupted. What I found is you only get the true value from a training like this if you give it your entire attention. So why don't you go ahead and turn off your cell phone, close Facebook. And you know, if you're really serious and you're plumbing and HVAC business serious about getting much better results, then the next 60 to 90 minutes could really change the, your life and the potential for your plumbing or HVAC business. So now that we've covered the housekeeping, 
Um, here's what we're going to cover today. We're going to talk about the latest changes in the Google algorithm, and it's constantly changing. We're going to talk about the things that you may have put in place in the past that could be hurting you now, whether you did it yourself or whether it was some other SEO company that you engaged with. Some things that were really actually were really good a year ago and could get you ranked on page one uh, could actually be the reason you're not ranking at all right now. So we'll talk about those things. And then more importantly, we're going to talk about how to optimize your website and your, your SEO strategy using the new SEO formula. So before we dive into that, just real quick, who am I and why should you listen? I'm the author of a number of books, but my newest book is Internet Marketing for Plumbing and HVAC Contractors, How to Triple Your Sales by Getting Your Internet Marketing Right. I'm an active member of QSC, uh, PHCC, Nextdoor, the Service Roundtable. I've spoken at a lot of the industry events and associations. I have articles on Internet Marketing that have been published in Plumbing and Mechanical, Contractor Magazine, HVAC Insider, uh, widely accepted as the premier provider of internet marketing services for plumbing and HVAC companies. But I would really say more important than any of that stuff is that I've had the opportunity to work with literally hundreds of plumbing and HVAC companies in some of the most competitive markets in the United States and have been successful in helping them go from virtually no placement online to the now where they dominate their local market for the most important plumbing and HVAC related keywords in their area. And many of them have seen more than a million dollar increase in revenues as a direct result of really getting their internet marketing right. And I've had the opportunity to work with these guys one-on-one -on -one and implement these strategies with and for them. And so I'm just going to pull up a couple quick examples for you guys because if you're going to be hearing from someone that's going to teach you about SEO for your plumbing or HVAC company, you want to make sure that they have a proven strategy and that it actually works. And so I'm just going to run a couple searches on Google for websites that we've worked with one-on-one -on -one so you can see kind of how they rank and you can feel confident that what I'm going to be sharing with you on today's session is grounded in reality and grounded in, in techniques that actually can and will work. And so the first example I'm going to show you is for one of the most competitive markets in the United States, Houston, Texas. And the company we work with in Houston, Texas is Picket Plumbing. And if you go to Houston Plumbing, we're going to type that in. You're going to see the first company that shows up right here on Google is Picket Plumbing. And I just want to check in. I am sharing my screen, right? You guys are all seeing my screen. Somebody in comments, let me know. No, we are. Now we are. Glad that I realized that. Okay, good. I had slides up. You guys all missed it. I apologize, but we'll keep pressing forward. So I'm on Google. I typed in... Um, Picket Plumbing, you'll see Picket Plumbing comes up right here, number one listing, and then they come up high above the fold in organic search. Very, very competitive market. I'm just going to show you a couple of other examples. We type in Allentown, Plumber, Schuler Service ranks here in the number one map spot, as well as the number one organic listing. Um, not showing you this stuff to toot my own horn, but really just to kind of give you guys some confidence that what I'm going to be sharing is, is sound. Annapolis Plumber, Heidler is the company we work with in Annapolis. Um, I'm going to type in, for those of you guys that are with me today that are HVAC companies, I'm going to type in um, heating repair, so Centerville, Ohio. And we'll dive into really the how-to on some of this stuff as we go. 
but it's really more just to kind of show you real world proof. So here's CJS Heating and Air. This is the company we work with in Centerville. Uh, and I know a lot of you guys are full service. You do plumbing, HVAC, electrical, and these same strategies can work really well. So I'm going to type in Fargo Plumber. It's a company we work with in Fargo, North Dakota, called Lanny's. And here's Lanny's in the number one spot on maps and the number one organic listing. And we'll pull up their site. And I'm going to be diving into the specifics of what we've done on this site, both on page and off page, using the new SEO formula to get them ranked for a lot of different keywords. But you'll see they're plumbing, they're HVAC, and they're electrical. And you know they don't just want to rank for Fargo Plumber. They want to rank for Fargo AC Repair. So I type that, and you'll notice that Lanny's is raking right here for that. Um, it gets pretty cold in uh, Fargo, North Dakota. Heating Repair. There they are on maps, the number one organic listing. They do a lot of the electrical work. Electrician, number one spot. And within plumbing, they do a lot of other stuff too, right? They do, well, let's just do water heater repair. There they are. Drain cleaning. Number one spot. So again, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but if I'm going to ask you to listen to what I'm telling you, and you're gonna listen and you're gonna try and implement strategies, I wanted to make sure you saw some real world examples and case studies of these companies ranking really well in today's environment on Google in highly searched, highly competitive markets. So I just want you guys to think for a minute, what would it mean for you if your company came up and searched for all of these different results? Would it mean more calls? Would it mean more leads? Would it mean more profitability for you, for your company, for your guys? And I think the obvious answer to that question is yes. And so that, that was where I wanted to go there, just why should you be listening to what I have to say on this topic? And again, it's because we've worked with people and we've implemented and we've proven that we've got a system that works for getting your plumbing or HVAC company ranked on page one. And you know, this is what we do as a company. You know, we've got a real bricks and mortar office in Miami, Florida. We've got a team of 26 full-time employees and this is what we do all day, right? Setting up websites, writing content, claiming directories, executing exactly what I'm going to be sharing with you on today's webinar. And we were excited. That's a picture of our team celebrating our, our, our making of the Inc. 5000 list of the fastest growing companies in the United States this past year. And it looks like we'll be, we'll be on it for two years in a row. So we'll be on it again this year. And so if you want our help with this, this is what we do. Like if you say, hey, Josh, I love that you're sharing this information with me. I love that you're showing me how to do it. But ultimately, I want it done for me. And who better to do it for me than you guys? That's, that's kind of what we're doing here, right? I mean, I'm going to give you the information. If you want to go out and execute this on your own, more power to you. But ideally, you're going to say, wow, this is really impressive. This stuff is proven. All of these ideas and strategies make sense. Why not just hire Josh's team to implement this for me? So with that said, let's dive into some of the recent changes in the Google search results. And for those of you that are more readers than, than listeners, I put some of this stuff in bullets. You know, some of the changes is we've got ads now showing up on the top and the bottom and not on the sides. Um, Google used to have a seven pack and now they've got a three pack. Um, and I'm just going to show visuals of this. 
because I think that would be a lot more interesting than seeing bullets. So I'm just going to go to Google. I'm going to type in Allentown Plumber as one of your customers potentially would type. And what it used to look like when you ran this same search was there were ads on the top, there were ads on the side, then there was the map listing, then there was the organic listing. I'm going to run this in Miami because it's I probably searched so many things that it's not serving me ads anymore. But usually you're going to see four ads now on the very top. You're going to see the map listings, you're going to see the organic listings, and then you're going to see ads along the side. Those are some pretty noticeable changes with how Google is serving the results. And they have pretty significant ramifications for you as a plumbing or HVAC business owner because where there used to be seven spots on the Google map, now there's only three. And so it's more competitive than ever what it takes to get ranked in the map listings in your market. And I'm going to show you because I've already showed you these. I'm going to show you what our strategy is and how you can make sure that you put your best foot forward. The other thing really to pay attention to and how Google is changing is in certain markets in California, Google is now serving um, what they call Google Home Services. So if we go to San Francisco, we type in San Francisco Plumber, you'll see there is no map listing. All we have is this little uh, Google Home Services box where the customer can request a lead. And so the company we work with in, in San Francisco is Magic Plumbing, but it's a totally different play. And, you know, it actually becomes a pay-for-play or a pay-per-lead strategy if Google rolls this out in the markets across the United States. Uh, however, if we go to, like, San Diego, another thing they're testing, if I type in San Diego Plumber, of course, it's not going to give me the result I was expecting. Yeah, it did. So when we type this up in San Diego, and this is pretty much the only market I'm seeing this in, we've got the Google Home Services, which is their home advisor style service for, you know, for Google. Um, then we've got some organic listings, and then we've got map listings with a two-pack of maps. So you're going to want to pay attention to what's happening with the organic um, search results in your market. Right now, again, in, in that area in California, they are kind of testing some different things. Pretty much anywhere else in the United States that we run these searches to Tacoma. Pretty much anywhere else, we're just seeing our, our standard three-pack organic listings and the pay-per-click. So the main thing I wanted to make sure you're aware of there is the trend of Google testing this Google Home Services. Make sure that you're aware of it. And um, Google has talked about, or there have been articles about potentially Google and Home Services kind of merging at some level. I have yet to see that anywhere in the real world. But it's possible that, that it could be some type of replacement for Google Maps being a home advisor type solution. So just something to be aware of as some of the key changes in the, in the Google search sphere. But the other really big one is that Google has moved to mobile-first indexing, which means Google's actually going to index your mobile site and the mobile version of your site before your desktop version of your site. And that's because they're finding more and more people are searching the Internet via their mobile phone. So you really need to pay attention to mobile and the mobile experience uh, for your customers, the way that your site shows up on mobile. 
And there's some great testing tools available that will help you determine um, how your website shows up in mobile and really how Google sees it and whether Google perceives it to be optimized for mobile or not. The last thing I was going to bring up is that Google has started to give you the opportunity to run your pay-per-click ads on Google Maps. So if your AdWords campaign is structured correctly, um, you can be showing up in a paid listing, pay-per-click, just like you do on Google AdWords, but actually showing up in Google Maps. So these are just some of the changes that have rolled out with how Google is showing results for plumbing and HVAC-related services. But really the three biggest changes as it relates to how you rank and how you're going to rank going forward in, um, in organic search, the first is you really can't get away with duplicate content anymore. Um, I, I'm going to go more depth about this, but Google con uh, duplicate content uh, really works great. You know, three years ago, four years ago, now it's potentially hurting you. Um, the second is too many irrelevant links pointed back to your site. Again, if you've been aggressive in this pay-per-click game for quite some time, that could potentially be a major challenge for you. And the third, and this one's really more recent than any of the others, is you need a real physical address to rank well in Google Maps from now on. You know, you may have been able to get away with it for the last several years. You may even be getting away with it right now. But as of the last couple weeks, Google put out a major announcement on all of the local boards saying virtual offices, PO boxes, these things, our, our algorithm is starting to pick them up. And, um, you know, most of our clients have physical offices, so we haven't had a, a noticeable impact for our client base. But I know of people that have totally dropped out of maps altogether and they can't find their map listing anymore anywhere in search. It's because they had a virtual office or they, you know, they used their aunt's house or something like that. So be cognizant. These three things could really impact your SEO strategy. And so the first one, again, was about duplicate content. Uh, the, the name of the algorithm update was Panda. And a lot of plumbing and HVAC companies serve between a 25 and 50-mile radius. There's lots of little cities and little towns. And, you know, as I've always advocated, you want pages for each of those cities and each of those towns. Uh, and that's great. But the shortcut that a lot of people used was they would just use the same thing, the same content on all of those city pages. And so if you did that 10 times or 15 times or 20 times, ideally you could rank in a bunch of different towns by changing your title tag and your H1 tag. Well, with Panda catching all of the duplicate content and pulling that out as spam, that actually, a lot of those pages, if you have duplicate content, have been removed from the index, and it could be dragging your whole website down. So the whole duplicate content thing, a lot of it, what I've seen was in um, those city pages and people trying to make that happen. So make sure that if you do create pages for each of the cities that you operate in, that you're using unique content, which means it's different and completely custom written from one city page to the next. Now, the other thing I've seen this happen and where this is a major impact is people setting up microsites. So they would have Joe's Plumbing or Joe's Heating Service in um, Omaha, Nebraska. And they were like, man, you know what? I rank pretty good for that, but I want to rank for more stuff. And so I'm going to set up uh, joesheating.com. I'm going to set up nebraskaheatingcompany.com. I'm going to set up nebraskahvac.com. And I figure if I have more domains and I've got you know a little bit of SEO done to them, I can rank on all of these different sites and I can own these SERP results. Well, 
that's not a good play. You don't have a lot of authority for any of those microsites if you haven't done it right. And the big gotcha there is if you're using that same content for each one of those domains, none of them are going to rank and your main company domain is actually going to be brought down. So the key, the key thing to pay attention here is to make sure you're using unique content um, because that's, that's a big change. The second one is all around links and really having low quality links pointed back to your website. Uh, the, the Google algorithm update associated with this was the Penguin update, and it used to just be all about links. You know, and now we're talking three to five years ago, if you had a plumbing or HVAC website that you put up and you went out and you got a what they call a private blog network, or if you went to Fiverr and you bought a bunch of links, or if you had a team of people just creating blog posts and blog comments and linking back, or you would take an article and you would put it out on hundreds of different article sites and try and get links. That used to work great. But what Google did with Penguin was they, they stopped all of that and say, hey, look, this isn't good for the consumer. This isn't helping the guy on Google looking for a plumber to find the best plumbing company. And so if you were aggressive with this approach in the past and you have a lot of bad links, that could actually be pulling you down. If you're just getting started in this game, you're trying to figure out what you need to do and how you can make sure you get ranked well, make sure you don't hook up with a company that's promising to build hundreds and hundreds of links because that's a negative thing at this point. It's not really helpful. So with the Penguin update addressed, it's really all about quality relevant links. So I'm not saying links are irrelevant. They are still very relevant. We'll talk about the new SEO's formula going forward, but you know, just be aware if you've got bad links, you're going to need to identify them, you're going to need to remove them, and then you're going to need to spend some time getting more relevant links. So relevant is a link from a company in your service area, a link from a company that has to do with plumbing, HVAC, home services, uh, a link on an article site um, that's relevant to your type of business or your local area. So that's the second big gotcha that I'm seeing is, you know, too many links or you invested a really heavy uh, with an SEO company that went deep into link building and wound up getting your website penalized. And the third one really is, is about Google Maps and how you rank on Google Maps. There was a time where you could go out, um, get a bunch of virtual offices or PO Box offices, um, claim all of those on Google My Business and build some citations, which is web references on other directories, and you could rank in a bunch of little cities and a bunch of little towns. Um, Google, again, has rolled out something that they're saying, look, the purpose of Google Map, which is those top three listings that come up, and when you click more map listings and it shows all of the companies near you, the purpose of that, from their perspective, is to show uh, local customers, uh, local companies that the customer could actually go out and see in person. And so fake addresses, UPS stores, mailbox, et cetera, even home addresses that are, you know, are your aunt's house, that's not working. It's not going to continue to work. You need a real physical business address in the city that you want to rank in if you really want to rank well in maps. So I hope I didn't burst anybody's bubble. I know a lot of you guys that join me on these webinars are well-established, you know, solid organizations. And so it actually works better for you. It's worked better for our clients with this happening because people that were gaming the system and were setting up fake addresses um, wound up dropping out of the results, which made them move maybe from the third spot to the first spot or the second spot to the first spot. 
And so for those of you guys that are legitimate and have a real physical office, this is great news. Uh, for those of you that are trying to figure out a way to, to rank, my best advice is to get a nice small commercial piece of uh, real estate that you can rent or purchase and get that office location and do things the right way, building up your citations, building up your reputation. So those are the three things. A couple other things that have changed. Old-fashioned SEO is no longer effective. So old-fashioned SEO is all about spamming your keywords in the title tag and the H1 tag all throughout the content, creating a bunch of just cheesy content just for the sake of, of ranking in, in Google, and that's not working anymore. There's got to be a new formula and a new way. Um, in the post-Penguin Panda era, it's all about user experience optimization. You know, Google's paying more attention to what does the customer do once they get to your page? Are they, are they doing certain things that would tell Google this was a good result that resulted in a good experience for the customer? Remember, Google is a multi, multi-billion dollar business. And the way they make their money is by selling the ads in the pay-per-click listings, right? And they have almost 85% market share for all search. So people go to Google when they, find, when they need things and they get what they want. If they don't continue to serve the customers the very best results, they know that they're only a couple steps away from their customers going to somewhere else. And if you look at the evolution of search, it was um, Yahoo was the dominant search engine, right? And they thought they had their stuff together. Um, then Google came around with better results. And, and now what's happened to Yahoo? When was the last time you ran a search on Yahoo? I, I know I haven't for, for a very long time. So Google knows that they need to make sure they're serving the very best results. So it's really about, in the organic listings for them, serving the very best results. And if you can keep that in mind, as you set up your website, as you roll out your new strategy, you can really do well, kind of like the examples that I've showed you throughout the, the course of today's presentation. So what are the new ranking factors? What is this new SEO formula? Well, it's really more about your click-through rate. So that means if you come up in organic search 10 times, someone typed in Dallas Plumber, for instance, and you're in Dallas, 10 times, what percentage of the people clicked on you versus the competition? If that number is low and you've got like a 0% click-through rate, Google's going to look at your, your ranking in organic and say, hmm, that must not have been a very good title tag, a good meta description. Hence, you get knocked down a couple pegs. So what was the click-through rate? The scroll rate is really important. So that means when they get to your site, are they scrolling down? Are they clicking deeper onto the site? Are they spending time or are they immediately clicking back, what we call a bounce? Google's looking at all this stuff. They have all this data. They want to serve the best user experience. So you want to make sure you're not just throwing keywords in your titles and your meta descriptions, but you're actually creating a great user experience that engages the customer, that makes them engage with your site, which then dictates to Google, well, that search for Dallas Plumber drove 60% of the people that ran that search to the site. And when they got to the site, they had a good experience. And that's defined by they scrolled down and they clicked on a video and they clicked to a subsequent page on the site. If you have all of those factors in your favor, Google's saying this is a solid website with a solid search to match ratio, you're going to continue to win the day. So, I mean, these are the things that are different that are really all embedded into this new SEO formula 
that you need to roll out for your plumbing or HVAC company. So really, what is the new SEO formula? Where is it at? Well, first, it's about figuring out what the most important keywords are based on your services and the areas that you serve, spending the time to figure out what the search volume associated with that is, and then building up good content for those particular keywords so that you can answer the questions people are typing and serve a good experience to the Google searcher. And there's some great tools for doing this. Uh, some of the ones that are, that are recommended that we use, the Google Keyword Tool, it's less useful than it has been in the past, but you can still type in things like plumber, like plumbing, like AC repair, like indoor air quality, and it will give you a list of keywords along with some information about how many searches there are for that, how competitive that term is, um, and then there are better tools that have a cost associated with them like WordStream, SpyFu, um, those are two of my favorites. And then of course the Google AdWords campaign. One of the best tools you can use to figure out what search keywords are most important and most relevant in your market is to run an AdWords campaign and really have bids out there for a variety of the plumbing or HVAC related keywords in your area. And then you have access to all of the data, which in your market, how many people searched for what, what which ones actually drove a click. And if you've got conversion tracking in place, which keywords actually drove a phone call. And if you're using something like Service Titan, which keyword drove a phone call, and then which phone calls turn into revenue. And so um, those are some tools that you can use to figure out what your keywords are, because that will inform your entire strategy in terms of how you build out your website and what pages you set up. The next is to make sure you've got a really good website targeting those keywords. And by real good, I mean it's not just written for the search engines. It's written for the customer. It gives them the information that they need. It engages them that's gonna work really well. Um, having great pages for each of your services. So I'm gonna show with you guys a list of the most commonly searched keywords, but really having pages for all of the different things that you do that somebody might type in. Drain cleaning, water heaters, emergency plumbing, uh, sump pumps, sewer repair, backflow testing, repiping, right? Have pages that talk about each of those different services, answer common questions about each of those various services. And then think about the cities that you serve and create pages for each of those cities. And then of course, make sure that you've optimized for the user experience. So I'm gonna show some examples of this because this one is hard for me to explain in a, in a bullet. So we will be going through some specific examples of this. And then optimize for SEO on the site. And that's things like putting your title tag and your geo modifiers in the right place. Writing a compelling meta description that doesn't just say, you know, Dallas Plumber, the best Dallas plumbing company, but really, if you're looking for a quality plumbing company in Dallas, look no further, click here. Something like that that would actually jump off the search results page and make them want to click it. And then, of course, you need to build authority, right? There is still an aspect of building links, building citations, building up online reviews that makes the on-page stuff that we do work. And then, and then make sure you're tracking, right? You have to have tracking in place in order to see, are you ranking for the keywords? Is your traffic increasing? Or is that resulting in calls for you? And so this is the new SEO formula. We're gonna be drilling down on it as we go. So the first step we talked about was understanding the keywords. And I've got for you guys a list of the most commonly searched plumbing and HVAC related keywords. Of course, we work with hundreds of plumbing and HVAC companies throughout the country. And it's, it's 
a little more diverse than you might think. You know, it's going to be your city plumber, plumbing, plumbers, water heater repair, bathroom modeling, tankless water heaters, leak detection, drain cleaning. No point in me reading the entire thing on, on this webinar. Um, I have the list for you. If you registered for this webinar, I will send it out to you after the webinar so you have it. Again, this will help you decide, you know, do I do gas line repair? If I do, that's a highly searched term. I should probably create a page for it and I should optimize my site so that it can rank for that particular keyword. And then on the HVAC side, you know, it's air conditioning, air conditioner, furnace, air conditioners, HVAC, HVAC contractor, heating and cooling. You get the idea. Um, often there's confusion. People download the plumbing list and they're like, Josh, where's the, where's the HVAC list? It's actually on hvacseo.net slash keywords. But again, I will be sending this to you after the webinar with a link to both of these. So don't fret about it right now because there's a lot more important things to cover. But um, just rest assured, we will share with you our list. So the next aspect is to really optimize your website. And so that's the actual website itself and what you can do in order to make sure your website ranks well in search. And so th those things are, you know, all of this stuff, right? And I'm going to pull up a live example because I think that would be more beneficial for you. And then we can recap some of these things that I've mentioned here. So the example I wanted to show um, was, let's just type in, We type in Reading PA Plumber, and the first company that comes up is the Plumbing Works. This is the company we work with in, in Reading, Pennsylvania. So they've got the number one map listing, the number one organic listing. I'm going to pull up their site. And so I said the first thing was to make sure you've got a good website that's built for the user experience, right? And so this isn't even just thinking about optimizing for conversion. It's about what does the customer want to see and know when they get to your site? And we spent a lot of time on the optimizing for conversion webinar on the whole concept of thinking about your customer avatar, what their fears are, what their concerns are, uh, what they you know what they really want out of looking for a plumbing or HVAC company, um, and really they want to know that you're going to have upfront pricing, you're going to do the work right, you're going to answer their phone, uh, your phone so they don't have to wait around, you're going to make it easy for them to schedule, and you're going to show up on time, right? I mean that's that's really what they're after. And after that, they want to feel confident that you're a quality company and you're going to do what you say you're going to do and you're, you're going to stand behind your work. And so an example of good user experience here is when you get to the site above the fold, we've got all of the information that you need, but it kind of scrolls you down in panels and it kind of brings you to the information that you need. It would be really hard to get here and not scroll. I talked about user experience being one of the most important aspects. So really giving them something that makes them feel like, wait, there's more that I want and need to see on this site. And they make it easier for them to click in to get the information they want. Hey, this looks like a nice company. Look, they look like authentic people. I want to learn more about the team. Like some people do that. More importantly, though, I want to see the reviews. Like what are other customers saying? And so making it easy for people to get to that information. We've just passed Google the exact signal that we wanted to pass, which was they didn't bounce, they scrolled a little bit, and there was a scroll rate, and they clicked on something. By doing that, you've just really told Google this is a good search result, and it gave the customer a good experience. So make sure that you thought about this in terms of how you frame your website. The other is use of multimedia. 
Um, you know, having a video on the homepage of your site, and if you can, on the secondary sections of your site, is great. It gives a reason for someone to sit there and listen for a minute, you know, 30 seconds. And if you upload it to Google, you've actually got your um, your content, your multimedia, on a Google property. And if you name it strategically, Plumber and Reading PA, right, that's the key word we were targeting in this particular case. We typed in Plumber and Reading PA. That's embedded on the site. It improves our time on site. I hope that makes sense, you know, at least in terms of how to structure your site from a user experience perspective. From there, um, you know, just making sure that you have pages for each of your services and pages for each of the cities that you operate in. So I gave you guys that list of all the most commonly searched keywords. And in their case, you know, they do a lot of stuff, right? They do plumbing installation. They do water heaters. They do hydrojetting. They do water treatment systems. They do emergency plumbing. And so rather than just listing all of this stuff, we want to create pages for each of these services, right? And so now we've got a good page that's talking about drain cleaning in Reading, Pennsylvania. Can you have a clogged drain? We've got the solution, right, with good content that speaks to that particular term. And then it gives us the ability so that when someone goes to Google and types in Reading, Pennsylvania plumber, here's the plumbing works, right? And then here they are in, uh, I said plumber, drain cleaning. <laughs> so we're specifically targeting the term drain cleaning. And here's the drain cleaning page, not the home page, but the drain cleaning page for the plumbing works. And so that's the strategy there. If you want to rank for when someone types in drain cleaning or water heater repair, you want a page for each of those different things. So. Heater repair. There's the plumbing works. There's the water heater repair page. Does that make sense? I'm looking at questions over here. Um, Lisa's asking, are the slides going to be available after the webinar? Sure. If you think that it would be beneficial for me to send the slides along with the keyword list and a recording of this webinar, I will I'll send it out afterwards. James is asking. Do you need a page for each service plus service area? Location one, drain cleaning. Location two, drain cleaning. Location three, water leak detection. So that's that's a good question. I think that's overkill. Um, we've done it in the past. Uh, it's hard to do it without using duplicate content, to be quite frank. Um, it's one thing to say, yep, I'm going to create a page for all my services, which is what we have here. And another thing to say, hey, I want to create a page for each of the cities that we operate in. So that's what we have here. It's a far another thing to try and say, now I'm going to combine each of these cities with each of those services. You'd be talking about thousands of pages, and to write that much unique content would, be, would really wind up being cost prohibitive. So it's a good question. In, in theory, it would be good if you could do it. In practical matter, um, it's hard to write the unique content. If you use duplicate content, it can wind up spamming your site and bringing down the rankings, and it's really going to bloat your site. So you also want to be cognizant of not creating too many pages. Like I have clients that, that say, oh, well, we serve Los Angeles, for instance, and there's 190 cities, and we want to have a page for all 190 cities. That becomes ridiculous, right? You want to try and choose your 20 to 50-mile service area, create great, unique content for that city, and then um, and then stop there. You know, don't, don't go overkill. Uh, and so, you know, here are just some examples of uh, – 
city pages, let's just go to, you know, this is a city page, right? Board of Town, Plumbing, Heating and Cooling, good unique content, answers to the most commonly quest questions. We use this tool called Nearby Now where the heat map data when the clients check in hits that particular page. And so the whole point of having these, these city pages like Birdsboro is so that when someone goes to Google and they type in Bro Plumber, since we have a page for it, we have a, a page that ranks in organic search. So even though they're not in Birdsboro, that just happens to be within their service area, here they are ranking for that particular page. And because we've got nearby now check-in data on that site with nearby now marked up reviews, they've got some stars associated with that particular page because they have four five-star reviews in Birdsboro for that particular town. So these are the, the reviews because the markup is there, that information automatically syncs. And you know, five days ago, Andrea was there pulling out a toilet in, in Birdsboro. So again, just to kind of hit the high points here of the new SEO strategy, all about the user experience, want to make sure you use good authentic multimedia, good imagery, good video, um, make sure that you put your keywords in your title tag and your H1 tag without getting ridiculous. So in this case, you see we were looking for Reading Plumbers. There our title tag says Reading Plumbers, the Plumbing Works, Plumbing Services, Reading, Pennsylvania. Then we've got your reliable Reading Plumbers. So it's it's gotta be less overt than what we might have recommended even three years ago, where we would have just said title tag, Reading Plumber, H1 tag, Reading Plumber, comma, Reading Plumbing. It should read more like what a customer wants to see. So your reliable reading plumber, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, is a lot more palatable than just reading plumber, right? Reading plumber looks like it was just written for the sake of the search engines. And the same thing with these internal pages. So if this page was made to target repiping, which it was, we've got repiping services in Reading, Pennsylvania as our H1 tag. And then we've got Reading repiping service and some good unique content about, you know, look, if you need a cost-effective repipe solution, call us at this number. We've got specials and incentives. You know, should you repipe or simply repair your pipes? Some problems that you can avoid. So write good Q&A type information for these landing pages, which gives us the ability to rank when someone types in Reading repiping. Here we are. With our with our repiping page, so I hope that I hope that makes sense. I hope that answers kind of what we're trying to do with the on-page optimization stuff. And there are some questions, so I'll pause right here and answer them. The first is now coming from Jen, and Jen says, "How to weigh SEO versus conversion optimization? Many people call prominent phone number or fill out a form at the top of the page. Thus, they'd be counted as a bounce." Do you spend any time and don't spend any time to take action? You know, I, and I think there's there's some truth to that. Um, you can see we're, we're really trying to, to get for conversion, right? We want the website to rank well. We want to make sure that we've got all of our keywords in the right place. We do want them to scroll. But at the same time, above the fold, we've got our phone number. We've got a, a web submission that they can take action with. Um, we want them to take action right away. Um, so it's got to be a kind of a, a healthy balance between optimizing for conversion and optimizing for SEO. 
I say optimize for conversion while at the same time uh, making sure that all of your right SEO factors are in place. So that's a great question. Jeremy's asking, would this help a one-man shop startup company working out of their home? So from an SEO perspective, sure, right? You work out of your home, you create a website, you create pages for your services, you get your keyword and your title tag and your H1 tag and create good content, you add yourself to the online directory listings. The only thing I'd say is you're probably not going to wind up ranking on the map in your market. That's, you know, it's going to be a challenge working from home. However, Google hasn't overtly said you can't work from a home home address. So I hope that that helps. James Rich is asking, how do you create unique content for each city? Is it mostly just created by the Nearby Now plugin? Another great question. So if we go to our, let's go to our city page and we'll jump to another example to, to kind of keep things, keep things flowing. Let's type in, in this case, Allentown Plumber. I think I spelled it wrong. But here's our, right, so we'll pull up Schuler Service. And more importantly, we'll go to some of their city pages, right? So let's go to, let's go to Easton. I think they have some checking data in Easton. So here, Easton Plumber, Easton Plumber. Scroll down, we got a video speaking specifically about this. And then down here, we've got our, we've got our check-in. So what he's talking about, this is an app called Nearby Now, and it's installed on the technicians' phones. And uh, you know, as they go about their day, they they literally check in from their phone. Say, I'm at, you know, they press the button and it gets their approximate GPS location, and they type a description, clear to jammed. You can see on the page, clear jammed disposal on Forks Township. And because they type that, and they press submit, it automatically syncs to this Easton page on their site. So his question was, can you just let Nearby Now do its thing? And the answer is really no. You know, I, I'm all for using Nearby Now to augment your city pages, to make them have unique content, to have them continuously being updated on an automatic basis. At the same time, you want to have some good authentic content, at least, let's just call it 150 to 200 words on each city page that Ideally, would speak to the customer, hey, you know, if you're looking for a quality company in this area, we're here for you. We've got guys in your local market. And then some unique information about, you know, what you do that's different on each one of the city pages combined with, um, like, the nearby now check-in data. So, James, that's a good question. I hope that answers it for you. And then Jim, James's follow-up question to that is, do you find that more leads are coming in from calls than filling out forms? Um, should you be more focused on the number than the form? The answer is a lot more calls than forms. You know, people prefer to pick up their phone and talk to somebody than fill out a web form. Um, so optimize for the call, right? That's the main conversion that you want. But at the same time, some people that are at work, the the wife calls and says, hey, you know, we've got a plumbing situation or an HVAC situation, um, they can't necessarily pick up the phone and call, but they can research a little bit. They can type in a web form submission and ask for somebody to call them back. So you want to give them different options to convert. And so since we're on this site, we're talking about conversion, we've got the phone number in the top right-hand corner on every page. We've got a schedule now button that they can convert with. We've got a schedule now embedded on the sidebar. And we've got a live chat element where they can chat with, the, with another person and have some questions answered. So don't pigeonhole yourself just to the call. We're like, try and figure out 
Well, it's going to make it easy as possible for somebody to convert and give them all of the options. But um, good question. Steve's asking, do we need to create individual service pages for each city? Um, I would create a page for each city that's more targeting your main service. So if you're a plumbing company, you want a city page that's, uh, you know, this city plumber, right? Um, as opposed to, well, I think in this question was asked earlier, do we create a page for East End plumber, plumbing, drain cleaning, water heater repair, emergency plumbing? Um, you could do it, but it would just become so over the top, it'd be hard to keep up with. So Jen's asking, on the city page, we've got lots of links, and is that a problem? And the answer is no. Um, if you look, if we, and I could run these searches, but I don't want to bog down the webinar. If you look, they rank for all these different keywords, um, and we don't see any penalty from having these links. It's more about user experience, right? They typed in Easton Plumber. They landed on this particular page. They've got a video. They've got the content. And then they've got the links to the other things that they do. So um, good question. The answer is no. So I hope this was a good, uh, good example, right, and some things you can look at. You know, make sure that you've got pages for your services, pages for your cities. You've got your keywords with the geo modifier and the title tag, keywords with the geo modifier in the H1 tag. You're not just stuffing your keywords, but you're writing it in a way that's interesting to the customer. And so if we type in um, Fargo Plumber, here's Lanny's, Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, Electrical, Fargo, Merced, Lanny's. And then what it's saying here is with nearly 60 years of experience serving Fargo or North Dakota, we get the job done. Contact us today to book your next plumbing, heating, or cooling call. So this isn't written just to say, call us now, you know, here's our phone number, or it's not written to say, hey, we do plumbing, HVAC, electrical, and all this other stuff. It's really written so that somebody can click on it, right? We want to sell the click, and that's part of the user experience process. So great questions, everybody. I really appreciate you engaging with the questions. I've shown you a couple examples. And now what I want to do is ask if we have any volunteers, would anybody be brave enough to volunteer their site and just have me do a quick review, you know, pull up the website, kind of run a few searches and give you some feedback on what you could do differently in order to improve how your website is optimized. And so I'm going to put that out there. we got a lot of people on the webinar, so I'm sure we'll have, yep. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to do an HVAC example and I'm going to do a plumbing example and there's been a ton of people in here, so I'm not going to overdo it. Um, Aeroplumbing.com, Abe Barnes is requesting to have his looked at, so let's pull up. I have an Aeroplumbing that I work with in Little Rock, Arkansas, but this is not. This is not the same company. This is the .com. All right, so I'm pulling up. Oh, double R. Aero Plumbing. All right, so I pulled up Aero Plumbing. Looks like they're serving Southwest Houston. Um, I like the way the website looks above the fold. I've got my phone number. I've got my request for service. Um, I've got a nice logo. I've got a nice professional picture of Bruce. Feels authentic. Feels real. So from a conversion perspective, pretty well done. Come look down at my H1. It says serving Sugarland, Fort Bend, 
and throughout the greater Houston era, era, area. So we've got plumbing in here. We've got Sugar Land. We've got Houston. So a lot of those things look like they're, they're well-structured. Plumbing, water heaters, drains, your local plumber. Need a plumber, request us today. We've got some reviews. Um, let's see. Pretty good. Let's look at the title. Aeroplumbing.com, your Sugarland plumber. Um, I would probably suggest rather than Aeroplumbing.com, you lead with if we're looking for Sugarland for Sugarland plumber. Let's just run a quick search. That's both Sugarland, right? Hang on, guys. Sugar Space Land. Okay. All right, so now we're looking for aero plumbing in Sugarland. Um, I see Graham, SMB, plumbing Sugarland. So I'm not seeing you ranked on the first page, um, probably um, for a couple reasons. The first being, says aeroplumbing.com in your title instead of Sugarland Plumber or Sugarland Plumbing Company. Um, I would want to get that instead of aeroplumbing up here in the title. Um, uh, in a conversion optimization wise, it looks fine. Um, I would want to get your name, address, and phone number somewhere down here in the footer. Um, that way there's a name, address, phone number match. Let's see. It looks like you've got pages for the main services. You could go a little bit deeper potentially with some of this stuff. And then let's just pull up like the water heater page. Hot water repair and installation. So we created a page for water heater repair and installation. The title tag doesn't say the, the geo modifier. So I'd want to see Sugarland somewhere up there. And then it says hot water repair and installation. Again, I want a geo modifier somewhere here just to make it clear to Google. You know, this page is for Sugarland water heater repair and installation. Um, by doing that, you can improve the probability of ranking for it. Um, and I would imagine if I'm seeing that on this page, I'm probably seeing it on a majority of the pages where you've got you know just kind of generic pages that haven't really been optimized from a keywords, you know, geo-modified perspective. So that, no, that would be my two cents on that particular front. Um, let's see. You have city pages, that's good, like Bel Air. Waiting for your Bel Air to page to one. So they did do your plumber in Bel Air, Texas, Bel Air plumber in Texas. So this is pretty well optimized. I'm not sure, a little too excessive with the use of Bel Air, Texas and all of these H1s. It looks a little bit spammy, but um, overall pretty good. I think if you update your titles, you kind of cool a little bit with your overuse of the of the geo modifiers. It could work a lot better. But um, thank you very much for letting us use your site as an example. And I hope for all of you guys, it's helpful, you know, to see to see a real like kind of off the cuff example of you know how this plays in the real world. Let's see. Wow, lots of people here. I'm trying to find an HVAC example that I can use. 
Okay, good, good feedback. Thank you. I'm glad. Glad you liked it. Total air now. All right, so Tissa, I'm going to pull up this. Okay, you were on the last webinar and we already looked at it. Let's see. You said you made some of the updates. All right. Hey, well, listen, for, you know, this is cool because Tissa was on the last webinar. Remember, I thought it was a nice site, but it was a little bit generic. But now we've got this really strong um, banner page with a nice picture of, of a technician, maybe the owner. I love that authenticity there. We've got a web form right above the fold, um, you know, good information. Well done. And she says she's going to add multimedia or the video, which will make this even, even better. Let's see. Our title is Total Air Now, Riverside. Good. We've got Riverside, California up there. Um, Riverside Heating and Air Conditioning Professionals. Very good. Um, let's see. I remember, you know, we got pages for each of the heating services. Uh, let's see, do we have pages for the surrounding cities? I'm sure we do down here somewhere. Yep, Riverside, Corona, Ranch Cucamonga, Chino. I'm just going to pull up one at random. Chino Air Conditioning, beautiful. I mean, from an on-page optimization perspective, which is what we're looking at for this particular example, it looks like it's got all the right elements, right? We've got our keywords in the titles, the H1s. We've got good, unique content. We've got a reason to scroll down and kind of engage with the content on the site. So, so well done and, um, and good example. So, perfect. Lots of people have requested it. I apologize. I don't want to do too many examples because we need to move on. We actually still have a lot of stuff to cover. But uh, hopefully that was helpful to see some of these real-world real examples. And so, once you get the on-page element of your SEO strategy in place, which is what we talked about here, right? Good website, pages for the cities and the services, um, you know, good user experience. You can do all of that stuff and in some cases still not rank. And you say to yourself, well, what in the world, man? How do I rank for these different keywords? And the fact is, having the website set up correctly, it's only about 20% of the battle, right? You still have a lot of work to do that's more intangible stuff that will really drive your results. And so that's where it really comes down to the off-page optimization factors. And so some, some, some things to do to build your authority in terms of off-page. First, claim and optimize your Google My Business listing, which is at google.com slash business. Make sure you've got that claimed. Get lots of citations across the web. And a citation is just a, a reference of your company in all of the major online directory listings. So Angie's List and City Search and Best of the Web and YP.com and Dexnose and Judy's Book. There's like hundreds of these types of sites. And you want to make sure that your company is listed in these online directories with consistency of your name, address, and phone number. And some time has been spent to put a good description, to put good photos. And all of that builds more authority back to your website. And there are good tools for this. WhiteSpark, BrightLocal, Yext, all kinds of good tools that you can put your website in, figure out where there's inconsistency of your name, address, and phone number. And then some of them kind of just automatically update your listings across the web. The next is to make sure you've built up a lot of online reviews. So that's reviews on Google, that's reviews on Angie's List, that's reviews on YP.com, that's reviews on Yelp.com. You know, to the, to the extent that you have more reviews than your competition, you're going to be more authoritative. Your website's going to rank better in organic search. And again, there's great tools for this. Some of the ones in the plumbing and HVAC space we see used a lot are ReviewBuzz. I'm a big fan of ReviewBuzz. 
customer lobby, nearby now, bird eye. Ultimately, you want a tool at a minimum where after every service call, an email goes out to the customer. And it's just saying, hey, thanks for your business. We really appreciate the opportunity to serve you. Would love it if you just take a couple minutes to write us a review. And if you can do that, then you can get reviews on a pretty consistent basis. And if you can build up momentum of the online reviews from real authentic people, you're going to rank much better in, um, in search. And the other really critical thing is to build inbound links. And so I, I kind of said links are bad, right? That might be what's causing you to fall in search. But at the same time, you do need links from other authoritative websites across the Internet. And so, you know, creating good content, putting it out online, creating video content, that can build links. Um, you know, but, you know, these are the things that really are going to move the needle in terms of where you rank once a good website with good optimization is in place. And so there's a, a little bit of a secret for getting ranked on the Google Maps, and it's not as big as a, a secret as you might think, um, but really it comes down to three critical elements. The first, claiming your Google My Business listing. You need to make sure that you've claimed and optimized your listing, you know, and that's just by going to google.com slash business, and they ask you to enter your company name and your phone number, and they'll verify you either via the phone, via web meeting at this point sometimes, they'll send a postcard in the mail, you have to verify that you're the rightful owner of the company. And then just make sure that you've optimized it to the fullest extent. So make sure that your company name is your exact company name, that you're using your main company phone number and not a tracking number on Google Maps, to have a good description, have all the right categories selected, to really flesh out and build your Google My Business listing so it's very authoritative. That's like kind of the first step. The second is having all of those citations where um, you're listed in all the major online directory listings across the web with, with consistency of your name, address, and phone number. So that means you're in Google and Yahoo and Bing and City Search and Angie's List and Judy's book, and you reference the same way. So if you're Tom Jones Plumbing at 555-3333 with your website, you know, tomjonesplumbing.com at 3434 10th Street, that that same name, address, phone number profile is referenced the same way on Google on Yelp, on Angie's List, on City Search, and to the extent that you've got good consistency across the web, and one of the secrets to doing this is by making sure you're tapping into the data aggregators, so that's things like Axiom and InfoUSA. These, these are services that all of the other like tier two directories draw from. So what I've found in doing this for, for a lot of plumbing and HVAC companies is a couple things happen. They'll get into Google and Yahoo and Bing, and somebody will use different numbers, right? So they'll say, let's use a tracking number on Angie's List and a different number on Yelp, and that creates some inconsistency, right? And then that causes it so they can't rank really well in maps. The other thing, though, that I see is they'll go in and they'll try and fix it. So they'll log into citysearch.com, let's say, and they'll change the phone number to the right number, and they'll update it on, on Google, and then they'll find some random site online, and they'll go and they'll change it there. But then a couple weeks later, it will respawn with the wrong name, address, phone number. And it's like pulling your hair out because you're constantly running in circle. Well, part of the problem is if you don't address the data aggregators, Axiom, InfoUSA, Locallys, you can have updated all of these little secondary sites, but then Axiom, let's say, pushes it out as this old information. And it just continues to respawn incorrect info. 
So you want to make sure you've spent some time when it comes to getting ranked on maps going into the data aggregators as well as the main sites like AngelList and City Search and Best of the Web to get consistency of your name, address, and phone number. And when you have that consistent, you'll see you can, you can really improve how you rank on Google Maps. And of course, the third is having those online reviews, right? All other things being equal, the guys that have more online reviews from real people on Google, on Yelp, on Angie's List tend to outrank in Google Maps. And so they'll try and, you know, other people might try and tell you there's some secret sauce to it and, you know, there's this magical formula. But that, I mean, this is really what it comes down to. Well-claimed map listing, consistent name, address, and phone number on all of the online directories, and a strategy for getting new reviews on a consistent basis, you can rank really well in your area. And that's how we're able to do it so consistently for, for plumbing and HVAC companies in very competitive markets all throughout the country. And then, of course, when it comes to building the links, you know, you want to make sure you get relevant links. So go to your associations, go to the local provider that you refer business to, um, you know, make sure you're active on social media, Facebook and Twitter and Google Plus, that you're, you know, you're posting good content to your site, but you're also posting it to the local chamber of commerce, to the local association group. And by doing that, you can build a nice quality link profile that's relevant, that's authoritative, that's non-spammy, that will really move you up in ranking results. And one of my favorite strategies for building links, in addition to that, is um, competitive link acquisition. And that's just the process of using a tool like Majestic SEO or Ahrefs, looking at the people that outrank you in your market. So the people that are ranking better than you are there because they have better on-page optimization, they've got more links, they've got more citations. So what can you do in order to potentially catch up with them and, and pass them? Use one of those tools to see what links they have, what citations they have, and then go into those sites and see how you can get those same or similar links pointed back to your site. So it really comes full circle, right? You build a good site, you optimize it for all the cities and all of the services that you provide, you give good content to Google answering the questions the customer has, then you get added to all the online directories, you put out good content on a consistent basis to draw links, and then you look at your, your guys that are outranking you and you figure out what they have going to them that you don't, and you get those same or similar links. So this is not rocket science. The new SEO formula is really a relatively simple, systematic approach that you can bring to your internet marketing strategy to, to rank well and really dominate your local marketplace. And so really, I, I've pulled up a search result for, and the term that I typed in was Allentown Plumber, and I'll just, rather than doing it here, I'm going to do it in a live search. And this is just to illustrate my point. I typed in Allentown Plumber. And I want you to look at who ranks on page one. Right? These are the guys that are getting the lion's share of the calls, are getting the lion's share of the clicks. And what is it that these guys have in common? Right? So we got Schuler Services, Robinson Plumbing, and Allentown Plumbing. Well, first of all, they all have reviews, these two more than the other, but isn't it interesting that the guy in the number one spot has 134 reviews where the next has 76? So that's an indication that reviews is a pretty important ranking factor. Not the only important ranking factor, but, but it's part of it. When we look at the title tag, so that's this here, and if we pull up the site just so you guys can see what I'm talking about, this is their site, that's this, Allentown Plumber. 
Schuler Services, Allentown, PA, right? So when we look at the title as Google displays it, it leads with Allentown Plumber, Schuler Services, Allentown, right? Allentown and Plumber. Here we've got Robinson in the second spot. There it says Allentown, PA, Plumber and Plumbing. So there's their keywords right there in their title tag. Mates, Home Services, Allentown, PA, Plumber, Plumbing, Allentown. So I hope you can see what I'm telling you is completely dead on, right? You want to get your keywords in the title tag. And so I'll just show another example for the same thing. So if we type in, let's just do Fargo AC repair. We look who ranks, air conditioning, heating, Fargo. Fargo heating and air conditioning. Plumbing, heating, cooling, Morshead, Fargo. He ranks twice for that term. Um, but the point is, what do they have in common, right? They've, they've got the elements that I've been sharing with you as part of this new SEO formula. So I hope that example kind of like bridges the gap on this whole, this whole question of, you know, what is it they're doing in order to get their website ranked? Well, they got a claimed and verified Google map listing. They've got no spam in the company name. So, you know, you're, you're very rarely going to see somebody that has um, Schuler Services dash around town plumber listed as their company name on maps because Google will drop them right out of maps. So just getting your simple, authentic company name in the company listing. They've got lots of online reviews, major ranking factor. They've got their title tag with their some variation of their city and plumber or plumbing or AC repair in the title. If you look at a report on the companies that rank on page one, and there are tools that do this, like Yext and Brett Local, you'll see they have lots of citations. So they're referenced in a lot of places across the web with consistency of their name, address, and phone number. Um, if you look at, at the, the phone numbers, they're local area code numbers. So it's 610, 610, 610. On maps, local numbers win the day. So a local number versus an 800 number. And they've got a solid link profile across the web. You'll see these companies that rank, they have lots of links, they have lots of citations, and they have a high domain authority because they've developed the authority doing everything I've talked about throughout the course of today's webinar. So really the new SEO formula is really all about setting up a great website with content for each of your services and each of the cities that you serve, uh, getting your keyword and geo modifier into the title tag on each of the pages. So really, you know, Deciding my homepage is for Allentown Plumber, my drain cleaning page is for Allentown Drain Cleaning, my McCungy page is for McCungy Plumbing, and you're putting that, those keywords in the title in the H1, um, using unique content on every page of the site, not trying to play duplicate content game, um, leveraging multimedia and authentic imagery in order to enhance time on site and reduce bounce rate, which comes back to the whole conversation around user experience, getting online reviews across the web, having tools that automate the way that you request and get online reviews, building citations and consistency, really being referenced in all of the major online directories, posting updated content via your blog on a consistent basis, building links and authority, and leveraging paid search, and this is a big piece of the puzzle. Paid search won't help with your, your organic rankings per se, but leveraging paid search to figure out what are the keywords people are typing in your market and 
which of those keywords actually are generating calls. This really is the new SEO formula, is making sure that you've got a strategy that leverages both organic and pay-per-click. Because with pay-per-click, you get better insights as to what someone typed, what keywords they're interested in, what keywords converted, and then ultimately building your content strategy around those keywords that are going to generate the best results. And so you also want to make sure you have the right tools in place to track your progress. And you know there are really three minimal things that you should have from an SEO perspective. The first is a keyword ranking report, and the tool I use and that I recommend is called Bright Local. And you know what you do is you just put in all your keywords. Um, you know, Allentown Plumber, Plumbing, Emergency Board, Drain Cleaning, Water Heater Repair, and it's a report that would run and say, for all of these words, here's where you rank on Google and Yahoo and Bing. And you can see I'm on the first page for these ones, but I'm on the third and fourth for this one, and I'm on the you know I'm not ranking anywhere for that one. And you can see where you're ranking because if you've got good content and you've got good citations and you're building good authority, you should be ranking pretty well for all those keywords. And so having a report like that that runs on a monthly basis really help you get a pulse for how you're doing from an SEO perspective. Um, Google Analytics to track how many people are getting to your website, how long they stayed, what the bounce rate was, uh, and make sure that you carve it out to see how much of that traffic came from organic search. Because within analytics, you can run a report that says total traffic, paid traffic, direct traffic, which means somebody typed in your company name directly, referral traffic, where they clicked on another website to get to yours, and organic traffic. So from an SEO perspective, you really want to see how much of that traffic came from people searching organically on Google. And of course, the third is make sure that you have call tracking in place. So that's uh, you know either call rail, call source, service titan, where if somebody dials the number on your website, you can hear recordings of the conversations, you can track and say, how many calls did I get? See if that number is on the rise, hear the conversations, quantify the return on investment. And um, you know, I really like call rail. I like call source because they'll they'll actually listen to your calls on certain programs and they'll rate, you know, how many of them were true leads versus solicitations and things like that. Um, but the gold standard in my mind is Service Titan because with Service Titan, it's not just call tracking, it's a full platform, right? Where you're dispatching your guys, you're billing the customer, you're tracking your leads, and so you can track how many calls came in, hear the recording of it, and then if the revenue is generated because the guy's dispatched and he sells a you know $3,500 job, that's tied back to the actual SEO campaign or to the pay-per-click campaign. So I really like having Service Titan as a mechanism to really track and quantify the true ROI of your trainings. I mean, of your of your SEO strategy. So I mean, that's the new SEO formula. I hope I made it crystal clear for you. Um, you know, what I want to offer you is a 2017 SEO review, which is where our team will do a complete review of your online visibility. We'll develop a list custom for you of all of the most important keywords in your market. We'll run that ranking report I was talking about that shows exactly where you rank right now for the most important plumbing keywords in your market to identify, are you doing great? Are you doing poor? Is there room for for improvement? Um, an analysis of your online directories and, and consistency to determine, you know, if you're not ranking on maps, that would be the probably the problem. An analysis of, uh, of your online reviews and reputation, look at your social presence, and how well your website is optimized for conversion. So this is a completely free offer. If you want to have us do this for you, we'll spend time, we'll do the research, we'll go through the findings with you, and you know we'll explain how we can help, right? 
ultimately, we'd love to have the opportunity to work with you and execute these strategies. Um, so this is a great way for us to meet with you, understand where you're trying to go as an organization, determine whether there's room for improvement, whether we can even help. And if so, then we'll explain what we can do, how we can bridge the gap, and ideally work with you to execute these strategies. So if you'd like us to do that for you, it's completely free of charge. This is how we get our clients that don't feel like you're taking advantage. Not everyone does business with us, but because we're adding value and you get true value from the report, we get the opportunity to potentially earn your business. So if you'd like that, you can call us at 866-610-4647, or you can go straight to plumberseo.net slash schedule, and you'd get access to our calendar to schedule that. And so now I want to open up for questions. I know there are a ton of questions in here. Oops. And so I'm going to pop over to the questions. And I, you, guys have my, you guys have my undivided attention. So a lot of times there's as much value on the Q&A section of this as there is in the, in the live portion of the webinar. So let's see what we have. I'm going to go straight to the bottom. Okay, so a bunch of people were typing in their websites for review. That's fine. Um, also, while I'm going through these questions, if you'd like just to say in comments, hey, Josh, you know, yes, I want a strategy session, reach out to me. Just put your phone number in there and your website address or your email address, and we'll reach out to schedule that too. It might be easier for you just to put it in the comments here. All right, is there, so Jeremy Klein is asking, is there a way around Google Maps address listing using SEO? using your home address. Um, you know, and that's, that's where I was talking about where it really is more important than ever to have a real physical address. Um, Jeremy, you can put your name and company from a home address on Google Maps, and right now it will potentially show up in Google Maps. It's probably not going to rank really well, but it will help you from an SEO perspective. So if you, I mean, I don't know if you could put in where you're from, but let's just say, Jeremy, you were in Cootstown. And you're a plumber. So I run that search and you work from a home address. You might not rank in maps, but if you've got a good website with good content, with um, you know, good authority, then you can rank here in the organic listings. And you can rank for plumber and water heater repair and drain cleaning and emergency plumber down here in the organic listings. And that's not a total loss, right? There, there are people that, that will click on you in that area. Incidentally, uh, we work with Moyer Total Home Comfort in Cootstown, and um, when he started, he wasn't ranking on the first page, and now nice to see the number one spot for both listings. So, Jeremy, I hope that answers the question. I know it's probably not what you want to hear because you want to be able to rank um, from your home address. William Manor says to remove dates from pages. Yes, it's a good idea not to have the dates um, on your blog posts. Well, it's okay on blog posts, but you don't want it on your, on your pages, ideally. David Halcock, isn't the trend going away from repeating keywords, including geomodifier, entitle, H1, meta, etc.? So it's going away from repeating it. So I would, I would encourage away from using Allentown Plumber, comma, plumbing company in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, as we roll out new clients, we, for most part, aren't duplicating it. Uh, but when we have a client that we did three or four years ago and we're really managing it well and it ranks on first page for every single keyword, um, we're not going to change it, right, if it's working well. So it's a good question. 
you know, you don't want to be repeating keywords and geo modifiers, um, you know, if you're launching from the ground up and you're not ranking well. But if you're already ranking, don't go in and, and disconnect things that are doing really well. So Art was asking for me to look at his site. So this is a common question that Jen's asking. Um, and she's saying, physical location, although huge, is, it, is technically different city than we target. How do we rank for both, i.e., they're in Kijan, and they serve all of San Diego County. So when that happens, it, it really is a bit of a disadvantage to you because let's say you know, you're in San Diego, but you want to rank, but you're, you're, in, you're in El Kajan, but you want to rank in San Diego. So let's do El Kajan Plumber. I'm using Plumber. I, I know sometimes I get emails afterwards. People are like, hey, you only use plumbing examples. And I'm sorry, but the, the thing is, on maps, you're probably only going to have the opportunity to rank in El Cajon for that. And I'm selling, saying it wrong. Um, I apologize. But if you're, um, you know, if, if you're serving the greater San Diego area, I'd probably have the title tag on the homepage be San Diego Plumber and then maybe reference El Cajon on the, on the secondary section. Um, so, yeah, if you want to rank in the larger town and you happen to have a location in like a sub-city, that's going to be a little bit of a disadvantage to you in the short and long term. Tammy says, do you recommend geo-modifying your main service area for all the pages, then developing service pages for all of the locations? I think this, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Tammy, feel free to, to type in um, a follow-up to this. But really, no, you, you want to create one for the main city that you operate in because if you try to create 10 cities combined with 10 services, you've got to create 100 pages. Um, you know, if you were to do Elkin, our example here, she's in San Diego, so you want the home page to be San Diego Plumber, and if you've got a drain cleaning page, San Diego Drain Cleaning, down the list. And then if you were doing it for the cities, like El Cajon might be one of her cities that she optimizes for, you wouldn't do El Cajon Plumber and El Cajon Drain Cleaning and El Cajon water heater repair um, because it would just become too many pages. It would bloat the site and it would be very hard to um, to create all of that all of that content. So um, Ashley is asking about the names of the sites you can use to check online consistency. Um, Yext is a good one. They've got a Yext scan that's pretty good. You can use um, Bright Local is a good tool for, for a lot of this stuff stuff. That will help you identify where there's inconsistencies, how you rank. That's one of the tools we really like. Hope that answers that questions. So James is asking, are the links back to your Google My Business or your website? Um, okay, so he's asking, if we build links and we go to... He's asking, do I build the links to my map listing... Or do I build the link back to my actual website? And the answer, for the most part, is back to your website and not necessarily to your Google My Business listing. So you want to link back to you know, your main domain, not to, not to something else. So Jason is asking about having 
how, what's the best way to rank on maps if you have different locations? The best way to do it is to have a separate page for each of your locations and then update your citations so that each one of them points back to that page. So this is Pickett Plumbing there in Houston, Texas. If they have multiple locations and they were in Houston, Dallas, and Austin, what I would encourage would be homepage is kind of talking about the entire state of Texas. Then when you go to the Austin location, for instance, all of your listings on Google and Yahoo and being on City Search on Angie's list, they point back to picketplumbing.com slash Austin. And there's a whole subsection of the site talking about Austin. And then same thing, let's say they're in San Antonio too. So it'd be picket plumbing slash San Antonio, all the listings point to that. And the name, address, phone number on that particular section of the site is um, not the Houston location, but just the, the particular location that you're optimizing for. So I hope that answers the question. This is a good question, Jason. Jen, follow up. Summarizing the earlier question, the best way to rank in maps in multiple cities with one physical location is there is no real solution for that. So if you're, you want to rank in every city on maps, but you only have one location and it happens to be in some, some city or some town, you may get lucky. And it happens every now and then that you got enough reviews, enough citations, you rank in a fringe town on maps. But for the most part, you're going to rank in the town where you actually have your location. So again, I'm, you know, this isn't what you guys want to hear. You hope that there's some secret sauce I have that it's going to help you rank in all of the, all of the cities on maps, um, but that doesn't exist. Rob, what if you have multiple locations? How do you get ranking reviews for the other listings? Is there a way to have it go to the main office? So it's just kind of piggybacking on the last question, Rob, that I just answered, but I know you, you posted this quite some time ago. Um, same thing. So on your citation listings, you're going to link to that sub-city, let's say Dallas, right? And then... You want to, when you're requesting reviews, when you dispatch guys out of Dallas, they're getting a request for review that's going to go to the Dallas Google listing or the Dallas Angie's list listing. So you want to really isolate the location because that location is only going to rank well, assuming it's a real location, it has lots of citations, and there's lots of reviews for that particular location. Um, so good question. I hope that answered that question. Steve's asking, how do you build links to the service pages? Or do you just do it to the, to the homepage? You want to do a little bit of both. In some cases, if you have a strong enough authority for your domain on your homepage, your subpages get a lot of juice passed in them and they rank pretty well in organic search. Um, if it's a really competitive situation, um, then you might need to do some links. And the best way to do it is to create content around that. So as an example, let's say our sewer line repair page for some reason wasn't ranking well and we wanted to rank better. We would write an article about, you know, seven things to consider before doing sewer line repair. And then you could take that and give it to the local, um, I don't know, to the local chamber of commerce and have them post it on their site. And of course it's linking back so that they've got a piece of content and it links back to your, not your homepage, but your schulerservices.com slash repairs. Just a couple articles like that or a video that talks about it from YouTube linking back, a post on you, uh, Facebook, even though it's no follow, linking back to that particular page. Actually, that's enough to build the authority for these, uh, for these service pages 
to get them ranked well in search? And I think that was a great question that would add great value for the other listeners on the webinar. So thank you for asking. Let's see. Jen says, thank you. James says, do you find that geotagging images helps? It doesn't hurt. doesn't hurt. So, I mean, you name this image um, Allentown Sewer Line Repair, um, and then you give it an alt tag, it, it certainly helps. It's going to pass more information to Google, and it is a, a good best practice. So Steve says, Steve Dale is saying, are AdWords the shortcut to the top of the page? Slash recommended. Steve, um, yes, and I do recommend it. So if we go to Google and we type in And of course, Google's going to be all messed up now because I've run so many searches. But you know, this you get over time by having authority. This you get over time by having authority. Up here in in pay per click, which isn't showing up, um, you get by by bidding in Google AdWords. And so, you know, if you've got a decent budget, you've got somebody that knows what they're doing, can write good text ads, can map the campaign correctly, um, absolutely. And there's no reason to not do pay per click, right? To have top page placement, um, in maps, in organic, and in paid search. And there's a lot of terms you're not going to rank for organically that you can rank for in paid search. So non-geo-modified terms, um, you know, certain cities outside your main service area, um, you can control your destiny at a certain level with, with pay-per-click advertising. And so if we kind of you know, take this back to where we started, if you look at your overall Internet marketing strategy, and I think this was a great question to... Um, to close our session today, we, we take it all the way back to this. SEO is the foundation. Right? Everything we talked about today, setting up your website, making sure it's optimized for the search engines, making sure it's ranking well in the non-paid listings is a great way to start. But if you really want to maximize your lead flow, you want to be doing all of that stuff. right? You want to be doing strategically well-managed pay-per-click advertising. You want to be tapping into retargeting. You want to be in all of the major online directories like Yelp and Angie's List and YP.com. Um, you want to be leveraging email and social media and remaining top of mind with your customers. And so, you know, as we go throughout this whole process, we're going to be going deeper into each of these different topics. But I think that was a great question to close with. I really appreciate you guys' time. I hope you got great value from today's session. If you want to take me up on our offer to do a, a review of your website, I would love the opportunity to talk with you one-on-one. -on -one look at your strategy and show you how we can help um, move you to the next level, you can call us at 866-610-4647. And again, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining me. I wish you nothing but success and um, growth in your plumbing and HVAC business. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for another great episode of the Plumbing and HVAC Internet Marketing Show. For more great tips, ideas, and strategies, be sure to subscribe at PlumberSEO.net.